y'all. Hey, it's your girl Paula with another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat. You know how we do it before we get started. Let's shout out our coffee of the week. It's a caramel brulee. Make sure to give it a try. Today, we have an awesome guest with us this morning. He is my hometown friend, Travis Wilson. Travis is here to chat about his new book. Travis is from Cachetta, Louisiana, or Grand Bayou, Louisiana. He is a veteran, deacon, executive bodyguard, personal fitness trainer, strong man of faith, and now to add Arthur to his list of accolades. Welcome, Travis, and let's talk about your new book. What inspired this book was a culmination of my travels, uh, being a soldier, combat soldier abroad, uh, and the isolation that it causes when you, uh, as a young boy, you're leaving from home trying to become a man and find your own way through life. So the combination of, of being in different duty stations, different countries, uh, therefore being alone a lot of times because you're not used to the element of uh, Wednesday, Wednesday evenings going to Bible study and Sunday morning Bible school and church. Uh, there's a lot that goes lost when you uh, when you leave your home. And this is uh, what inspired me to write this uh, this book, among other things. What made you write a three-part book? I didn't have it planned as a three-part series. It just developed on its own. Once I came to realize all that was coming out of me uh it didn't fit in that format of a novel on um, that there were so many integral parts of it that each segment of a life or portion had to have its have had to have its own entity. Mm-hmm. So that's the primary reason why it developed into a three-part series because it was at no, you know, not, not under my power that I was going to write a three-part series. I was just going to write a 450, 600-page novel, and that was it. So it took a whole took on a whole different life of its own just by just by me starting to write, put the pen to paper, basically. That is exciting. And I know that we all look at loneliness as um sort of like like dread. It's like a it has a very negative connotation. But I haven't had a chance to read the entire book, but I've been like kind of skimming through the book. And it appears that you're gonna show us how to take loneliness in a different connotation and not so negative. So let's talk about that a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, loneliness, you know, loneliness, when people, you know, they think about loneliness, you know, they think it's such a negative word and like also in negative connotation, as you so put it. Uh, but when you flip it upside down and, and look at it at a different aspect, it's a cornerstone of growth. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't see that because it gets lost in translation with your misery or whatever you might be going through or the challenges that you might be facing on your daily journey. It gets lost in translation and we, we get stuck in the mold of, well, OK, we're having a pity party. <laughs> and this is where the concept, hey, loneliness is a good thing. I just have to use it to my advantage to get the best out of it. Basically, okay, it's sort of like a, a, a silent moment and you can kind of like meditate sometimes when you think you're lonely. Sometimes it may be a good thing to have that quiet break. And um, so I'm very interested in to uh, continue to read like the rest of the book, because it is very interesting so far. You've done a great job. And I know Thank that you. you're a person of faith. Who shaped this in your life? You know, to always depend on God, because I know we're from the same hometown. And that's 
all of us, uh, well, quite a few of us down there, we were shaped to always believe, you know, and have that faith. So who shaped that for you in your life? Well, it was, and you know, growing up in the country, having nothing but uh, family members around and extended family with friends. Uh, my whole family being starting from my grandmother, my grandfather, you know, you know, them having 10 kids and I'm having a host of uncles and aunts. It was a collective community effort for my family and, and especially for my mother, who I have a lot of inf influence from. Uh, and back then, we were blessed to have a family in the community back then, more than, more so than now in this era, in our time. So so my whole my whole family uh, were uh, were very extremely positive in, in my upbringing and in, in my faith. So mom, the community, and I, I love how you say that. That was just so, just so uh, big, you know, all those many years ago that we grew up in little Cachetta, Louisiana. But to just have that community of folks, not only just your relatives, because yeah. I can remember you coming up to Morgan Bayou and uh, attending like Bible, uh, vacation Bible school. Bible, uh, yes. Uh, the youth retreats that, you know, we attended. So I think community is important. And when you leave, um, that kind of like, uh, leads me to my next question. So what was it like to go up in such a small town and then to go overseas? And I heard you did some modeling. What was that like? Uh, one word, uh, overwhelming. Oh, yeah. And coming from a small country, uh, you know, growing up with the horses, cows and pigs on a farm in Grand Bayou, uh, it was a sober moment for me to do the things that I've only seen on television, uh, video ads, and, and the magazines. And back then, it was still early, early, uh, early 80s. And to, you know, have a country black boy from Louisiana modeling on stage and for brands like Armani, Hugo Boss, it was, uh, it was, it was a, a breathtaking moment of my life. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I, I can, only tell the young people out there, you know, expire to live your dreams, no matter what what negativity or anything. If you don't have a support system, never give up on yourself and keep your upbringing with your family, with church, keep your upbringing. And that will secure you a more stable ground when you are in a broad away from family. That is so awesome, because having that solid foundation that you started with as a young little boy, and then to grow up into a man and go overseas and to get to do all those great opportunities. I know some of those same values stayed in you so that you were grounded. You didn't go and just, how they say, you just didn't go out there and wild out, but you took um, advantage of serving in the military. And then after getting out the military, doing something else that you, you enjoyed. So that is just awesome. Great, great, great. Um, I wanted to read just a little bit. Is it okay to read a little passage from your own? Your please, little? please. I'll be honored. I'll be honored. Loneliness is a word that is synonymous with dread, pain, darkness, despair, grief, anxiety, confusion, hopeless, abandonment, crippling isolation, suicide, maniac, and chronic depression, etc. However, Loneliness is a multifaceted word with many layers and opposite meanings of the words I've already described as synonymous precursors. 
This book or pamphlet or verbiage you want to describe is meant to be honest, precise, and to the point. And I like how you said, furthermore, is not to is not meant to wow or dazzle. So uh, let's talk about that a little bit. You were saying that you, you want to talk to them about it, loneliness, but you also want to tell the, the real trials of just living life. Yes, absolutely. When, when you live life and you live in life, maybe not on your own terms and pretty much why we all get into loneliness sometimes because we're living on trials and tribulations other people have attributed to us or given to us. And we've, we've, we've taken those on. And we become overwhelmed with that. And we don't know how to address the situation at hand, what you might be going through, each individual might be going through. And when you read this, and I, what I wrote, I wasn't trying to put myself or put my ego there in, 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 into the statement. It was simply written saying, it's not complicated. Don't be overwhelmed with what I'm writing. I'm trying to write it in, in the purest and simplest form that you may understand and can grasp it. And a lot of people would take that like, okay, he's saying something that may be profound. How do I accept it? Or how do I, you know, negate the feelings that I might uh, de derive from this statement? So that's why I, I wrote that statement like that. Love it, love it. Guys, you hear it right from the author, Mr. Travis himself. The name of the book is Passion of Loneliness. So now, Travis, tell them how they can follow you and how they can purchase your book. Well, I'm on Amazon eBooks, e a Kindle uh, platform and Barnes and Noble as well. Uh, if any information, you can reach me at my email, passion.loneliness2023 at gmail.com. Okay, now are you on Twitter? Are you on Instagram, Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just starting to, to get that to get to get in the format. I'm not on Twitter. I don't do I have don't do Twitter yet. I'm currently on I'm Instagram. My Instagram also is uh passion dot loneliness Awesome. awesome. And I'm going to put this guy's um after his episode, uh, after we listen to it, we're going to make sure we have the name of the book and how you can follow Travis in our Facebook Coffee Chit Chat group. So before we leave, I'm going to leave you with the quote of the week. And of course, it's still Black History Month. So the quote of the week is by Nelson Mandela. There is no passion to be found playing small in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. So make sure to tune in next week for another exciting episode of Coffee Chit Chat.